Okay, friends, welcome to the Rambam Review, episode one. My name is Levi Volvovsky, and I'm here together with Rabbi Eli Rosenfeld, director of Chabad in Portugal. And this week, and God willing, every week of this Rambam cycle, we will be sharing a Rambam review with a review of the laws that we studied this week, as well as a takeaway message of what we can learn from this week's Rambam in our lives. This week was an exciting week. As mentioned, episode one, we started another cycle together. Rabbi Eli, please give us a review of the laws that we learned this week. Thank you, Rabbi Levi. What an exciting week to really start Rambam again from the very beginning. It was uh, really a tremendous feeling last Sunday as we concluded the cycle and immediately the next day started again. And the, the Rambam discussion for this new cycle began with the Rambam's famous introduction, where he really sets out for us very clearly what it is he set out to do in writing the Mishnah Torah and what the name Mishnah Torah really represents. And the Rambam sums it up by saying that after reading the five books of Moses, after reading the Torah, any individual should not need any other book besides the Mishnah Torah, the repetition of the Torah that encapsulates all of the oral tradition from the time of Moshe until the Rambam's time, giving us the full breadth of the Talmud, both the Babylonian, the Jerusalem Talmud, and all of the developments that took place, even in the generations before, generations afterwards. And this is really what makes the Mishnah Torah so unbelievably unique, is that it is really the only book that has the entire Torah. And God willing, Rabbi Levi, you and I together here, with our friends studying and our friends listening, we will finish the entire Torah by going through three chapters of Mishnah Torah a day, going through the Rambam's 83 sections of Halachot. And uh, I mentioned 83 because that was actually part of this week's study. This week, it took us until Friday to get to the actual Halachas, the actual matters of law, because we started the first day with the Rambam's introduction. And the introduction begins with the generations that received the Torah, starting with Moses, all the way down to the time of Rabbeinu HaKadosh, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Judah, the prince, who decided to transcribe the oral tradition. Then the Rambam, after giving us the transmission, tells us all about the purpose of the book. And he tells us what year he set out to write Mishnah Torah, which is a nice historical tidbit. Turns out the Rambam was quite young when, uh, when, he, when he started this project. How, then, how old was the Rambam when we started? Uh, we did the calculation while we were learning. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I believe it was around um, less than 40 when he started. Um, afterwards, I think he was born in 1137. And I think, the, and the, and I think he's writing Mishnah Torah sometime in the 1170s that he, gave, he gives us. Um, so that was, that was the beginning of the cycle. Then we went through the mitzvahs. We had two days of going through all 613 mitzvahs, which was a fascinating exercise, going through first the 248 mitzvot ase, the positive commandments, 
then going through the 365 negative commandments. And what's fascinating is that besides for the fact that obviously the negative commandments, we fulfill them when we avoid them, it was also interesting to see that even in the mitzvot say the commandments that you would think are all about action, there are some that we fulfill in ways that you wouldn't really imagine. For example, when it comes to um, kosher animals, the Ramam says it's a mitzvah to look at the signs of what makes an animal kosher. I was thinking to myself, Rabbi Levi, so when we go into the supermarket and we inspect some kosher meat looking for a kosher symbol, are we fulfilling that mitzvah? Uh, that, that, perhaps, that right? Was easy. Huh? That was easy. I said that was easy. That was, that was an easy one. But there was uh, many, you know, the reading through the, the Brahman's list of mitzvahs is not just a list, but there's a whole slew of elements. You can see the Rambam's brilliance in putting these together and then trying to find out why and when, what the Rambam means. Um, I did see that it is still unclear. I think the Rebbe mentions that it is unclear exactly what is the structure and the order of these mitzvahs, the way they are listed in the Mishnah Torah. So just leaving that out there, that uh, we have room for our listeners to, 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 to make suggestions and to think about this question. After that, the Rambam gives us a thorough index of Mishnah Torah, where he tells us that he divided Mishnah Torah into 14 different books, the content of each one, what, the, what their name is, what they represent, and he goes into the details of how the 613 mitzvahs are spread out throughout these books, um, telling us where everything can be found. That was Thursday. Friday morning, we finally started Sefer Hamada. And there we started with the laws of the foundation of the Torah, starting with the very first mitzvahs, which the Rambam counts as the mitzvah to know Hashem and the mitzvah not to have any other, any other God, not the mitzvah not to have idols. It should be noted, it should be noted that, it should be noted that, um, there are others that disagree with the Rambam and see the mitzvah of, and see the idea of acknowledging God's existence, not as a mitzvah itself, but as an introduction to all mitzvahs. In other words, in order to believe, we have to acknowledge that there's a God. So that was an interesting, um, that, was, that, that, that was how we started off the book of knowledge, segueing, segueing into needing to know about our universe because if we need to love God, we need, to, we need to know God. And how do we know God? By exploring and seeing what God created. Um, yesterday, we covered some other basics, the laws of uh, Kiddush Hashem, the importance and the principal idea of sanctifying God's name, God's name which, uh, which, means, um, which means that in eventuality, where someone says that we have to violate our faith, to serve another, serve another God, etc. Um, we have the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem, that we do not violate those commandments under all circumstances. The Ramam contrasted that with other mitzvahs. Generally, we have to do everything to, to live, as opposed to the mitzvah says, V'chai bahem. About all mitzvahs, it says we should live by them. When it comes to three mitzvot, the Ramam says we should give the ultimate sacrifice not to be a violation of those mitzvot. Um, we also talked about not um, never desecrating God's name that is written in form. And today we got into prophecy. 
what it means, what prophecy means from the Rambam's perspective, which is very interesting. It seems like anybody can prepare themselves to be worthy of prophecy. And then finally discussing the, um, the centrality of how Moses is different. Moshe Rabbeinu is different than any other prophet. And how we, when we have faith in what Moshe told, tells us, it is because we saw at Sinai how God communicated directly with him. So we are not believing in what Moshe tells us for any other reason, but for the fact that it was clear to us and to every single Jewish person that what Moshe, what Moshe heard and what Moshe said was coming directly from God. And then we finished about how the Torah is eternal and nothing from the Torah can change. And a prophet who tells us that something is permanently revoked from the Torah is obviously a false prophet. So that is the... Um, that is the review from this week. And uh, as we go forward this week, we'll get into the laws of Deot, how a person should. Okay, Rabbi Levi, give us a uh, takeaway. What is the lesson from this week's Rambam study? Okay, so we are, we started Rambam this week. The first after the introductions and the lists of the mitzvahs and the division of how the Rambam divides the 14 books of the Mishnah Torah. The first actual halacha that we learn begins with Yesoid HaYesoidais V'amud HaChachmais that the foundation of all foundations and the pillar of all wisdom is Leida Sheyesha Matzerishain V'hu Mamtsi Kol Nimtza to know that there is a primary existence and all existence comes forth from that primary existence, meaning God Almighty. And then he continues in the first law, the first chapter, the second chapter, to explain the oneness of Hashem and how that plays out in creation. In Hasidus, we learn that the idea of knowledge has a specific connotation. The word das, biblically speaking, refers to connection, meaning there can be knowledge which we acquire, but the knowledge remains separate of our existence as people. Knowledge is when the wisdom and the understanding that I acquire become, becomes mine. It enters into my processing system. And it allows me to be able to make decisions and to live my life based on that information which was acquired. Theoretically speaking, there can be many good ideas which flow within our minds, but knowledge represents when we connect with that idea, and in this case with the idea that Everything comes from Hashem, and all life and all existence stems forth from Hashem. So in Tavshin Memtes, 1989, the Rebbe highlighted how this being the first law, or the first halacha, the first law of the entire Rambam, is sort of like a primer for what our daily life is about. When we wake up in the morning, we're going to go into many different things throughout the day. We're going to go to work. We're going to spend time with our families. We're also going to learn Torah. We're also going to pray. We're going to daven, Bezrat Hashem, and many other details that are going to go on. 
Now, the key for being able to live a life in which all of the compartments of our life, which, which many times can seem disconnected, in order to unite all those details, the key is to start, I, to start our day with a meditation, with an understanding, and in a way of knowledge, in a way of das, to really integrate it into our existence that everything that we're going to deal with today, eating, drinking, sleeping, raising a family, making a living, studying Torah, all of those individual things all come forth from that one same unified primary existence. So while we might look at our life as very compartmentalized, very separate, which could cause a certain schism in our day where we can feel, you know, I'm serving Hashem, I'm serving God when I'm learning and davening, but when I'm eating, when I'm drinking, when I'm sleeping, when, when I'm at work, you know, what, what, what real connection does that have with Hashem? And when it comes to this first halacha, this first halacha puts us in the proper focus, which is that everything, in this sense, the material, the spiritual, the worldly and the godly, they all come forth from that same one existence, which gives life and energy to everything and everyone. And when we go into our day with that mindset, so then every moment of our day is an opportunity because as the Rambam is going to unfold before us in the next 83 sections of halacha, there is no area of our day in which Hashem has not given us a way to uplift it and to energize it. Whether it's business, whether it's marriage, whether it's parenting, whether it's eating, whether it's drinking, some of these things we'll actually be touching in next week in the laws of ethics where this is covered quite at length. But there's a key here. The key here is to know that everything comes from Hashem, but to know in knowledge form, to know and to connect. Because if I know that clearly, 100% clearly, so then when I go into the material elements of my life, when I go into the work in my life, when I go into the parenting in my life, I don't see it as something outside of Torah, which is some sort of necessary evil, heaven forbid. Instead, I realize that this all comes forth from Hashem. It's all part of the general mission. And then I can live out those parts of my life in joy and actually use them as Hashem's creations to really be able to maximize those particular moments which don't necessarily seem the most godly and spiritual and to use them and to maximize their potential on a day-to-day -day basis. That all begins with having the right foundation, recognizing and connecting with the fact that everything comes from Hashem. Beautiful, Rabbi Levi. Thank you very much, and looking forward to continuing tomorrow. All the best. See you tomorrow, and podcast, the Rambam Review, episode two, will be coming forth next Sunday. Thank you for joining, and have a very blessed week.